Welcome, everybody. Today, I have special guests and good friends, Noah Bedard and Jack McGuire, on to talk about a couple movies. Uh, we're going to discuss whether Ratatouille and Forrest Gump are mid. Along with that, we're also going to have a Mount Rushmore for biggest assholes in movies and TV shows. I think it's going to be a really fun episode, and I hope you guys enjoy. Today I have Noah Bedard and Jack McGuire on, and we're going to talk about some movies. So first off, we're going to discuss Forrest Gump. Uh, who'd like to go first? Um, I'll go first. I'm the one here who's not a huge fan of it, so I think okay. it's fitting I go first. Yeah. So I want to start. I do like this movie. I think I have it. A, I think I gave it either a three out of five or three and a half out of five. So, three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. On record, I like the movie. But the other two people here think it's like a five out of five, and I think that's not the case at all. Okay. okay. I think there's a lot wrong with this movie. Okay. Okay. So, I think firstly, I think it's just a shallow movie. Like, there's really not much going on. Okay. Under surface, there is, but it it could go way deeper. And I think the parts that would have been interesting if they got into, they didn't even touch. So, like, in the book, for example, haven't read it, but I did. So I was doing some googling. In the book, Forrest is, like, a lot, like, bigger dude. He's, like, 6'6". Six, six. He's mm. huge. He gets, like, mad. Like, he, like, cusses out people. Like, like, he gets violent. Hulk. I didn't know like was the book. book. So. <laughs> well, he's, um, like, you know the scene when he um, punches Jenny's boyfriend after he hits her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah really great scene. Because yeah. Forrest doesn't act like that. Yeah. In the book, he's like that a lot. Because he just doesn't, he doesn't, he has no idea what's going on around him. The whole movie. He doesn't know why he's in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So everything he does is just, like, a impulse like it's oh, instinct he's it's an instinct. animal oh no nah, nah, didn't say that <laughs> didn't say that but like i mean i just choosing his words <laughs> i am choosing my words i just think the movie could have been a lot more interesting if they kind of got into like like what things would you like a like a darker side of forest like okay. the book. but i understand they went for like the completely innocent infallible forest that's fine mm. but if they were going to do that then they need to make the things that they're at least talking about more interesting it's, everything is just a super surface level reading of every event. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's see how many historical events we can take off and not say a damn thing about any of them. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. I think it's I, more the humorous side of that movie, though. It's but, not, those parts aren't supposed to be that deep. It's, it's more of other, just like, this is how he brushed with history. Yeah, and, how and, then, and then in between those like funny history moments. By the, by the way, I'm not going to take a specific side here. On both movies, I'm going to ask equal equal questions. Even though All you right. gave it a five. Yeah. yeah, even though you gave it a five. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, battle. That's fair. <laughs> so, okay. So you guys saying it's more like the comedic side of things? Yeah, the movie has it's, you know a plethora of genres. And I think that's more like the humorous phase. Does it have a lot of genres? Yeah, like love, drama, you know, bit of comedy, comedy, political. I don't think points. it's. Poli- I don't think it takes a side on any. Not even like politics stuff. Just like anything. Okay. Like in Vietnam, it doesn't have anything to say. War. That's kind of like a war, though. And the book's all about war, and a lot of the movies about like violence. Like when he's always like, "Yeah, and that nice man got shot," and whatever. Like it's kind of about like how. There is stuff to like read into because it is kind of the whole thing is about like you know violence in America or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't take a stance on violence in America, and it's not like I mean, obviously, 
It kind of does. It doesn't take what a What parts side. do you think it takes stands? Well, it doesn't really take a stance. It just shows, like, how much... It's supposed to show, like, Forrest isn't, like, picking a side. It's showing, like, both sides should be, like, good or, like, loving. Okay. Because that's, like, his, like, embodiment. Like, he doesn't choose a certain stance on, like, any political event. It's supposed to just be, like, oh, like, he's, like, the most, like, likable character in film and stuff like that. That's why I view it as. I don't think it needs to take a side on those aspects of history and being simple is like attractive to viewers yeah yeah i don't know if that's what you want when you're watching that film i don't know if you want forrest to like pick a side for something all right is that what you're saying no that's fair i should rephrase that okay okay because you i wouldn't that would be 10 times worse if forrest did care about anything but i just mean in like regards to the interesting parts of history that i would have liked to have seen Forrest encounter. Like, he's in Vietnam, mm-hmm. but I would have... Like, I think the most interesting line, I wrote this down when I was watching it, was, like, when he was training for Vietnam, like, the... You guys remember, he's, like, an insanely good soldier because he just yeah, does everything he he's told. Yeah, gun, like, super fast. And, like, the one, like, drill sergeant or whatever is, like, Forrest, you're the best soldier of all time because yeah. you don't question anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, the book, I know, goes into that a lot. Uh-huh. Like, why he's such a good soldier, he doesn't do anything. And maybe I just am, like, reading too much into this because it's Forrest Gump, but, like, I don't think I am, especially considering if a movie's five stars, you should be able to read into it as much or as little as you want. Mm -hmm. And I think if you want anything above surface-level viewing of this, you're not going to get it. Okay. But with how many times... I get what you're saying, how, like, they just were trying to take off how many, like, historic events. But in a movie, it can only be so long and you can only have so much detail about each event. Mm -hmm. And so are you trying to say, like, they should cut out some of those events and really focus on certain ones his moment in the event you want to dwell more like how he's in that spot or so that's interesting i mean i think that this movie is just not biting off more than it can chew because i like it's kind of doing that whole fable thing which again i like this movie i mm. thought it was cool like this almost american folk hero new, newer age kind of right but what's the lesson then what am I supposed mm. to learn? What am I supposed to take away from this movie? I'd love if one of you two could tell me. I think like one of the like one line he uses to like close out a vignette when he's like "stupid is as stupid does." <laughs> okay, I could have learned that in fifteen minutes. The whole movie is just like a collection of, I don't think telling anything. I think it's mostly talking about Forrest himself, showing like being a good person through ev- all these events, all these horrible things in American history, being like generous, being kind. And being like giving people like a second chance because that's all Forrest does the whole movie. He just gives Jenny <clears throat> bitch that chance. Uh, I think that's the main focus. Like it's supposed to be about him and how he handles all these like Vietnam or whatever. Like that's a terrible experience. And he saves a bunch of men and he he still likes Lieutenant Dan even though Lieutenant Dan and oh and uh, Lieutenant Dan treats him like crap. I think it's supposed to be mostly about him. It's not really supposed to be about anything else really my my issue with that is if it's about him if it's about Forrest as a character mm-hmm. he doesn't nothing happens to him during the movie obviously no a lot happens to <laughs> yeah. him but he, like he himself he could have opened and acted the same way you know like when he has a son he's a, like you know a good dad it's a mm-hmm. really heartwarming scene which side note by the way just because I don't think oh, Forrest my. is a really great character Every time there's, like, an emotional scene that's still always... The emotional scenes are hit very hard in this movie. Yeah. yeah I was like, all the Jenny that. scenes, yeah. I was, like, I was like this over, is really good. Alert, standing over her grave yeah. is, like, the saddest 
fucking thing I've ever. Or like the "You're my girl" part. <sighs> yeah, I was like, oh boy, that's. What's a- What's Jenny say to him in the apartment? Like, it's yours or something, and then. Dude, yeah, that's and Tom Hanks is stupidly good in, this in his prime. You are ripping on Tom Hanks well, in his prime. We can get to Tom Hanks okay, okay. cuz he's mid Hanks. Mid Hanks. Mid Gump. I don't think he's mid Hanks <laughs> no, in Forrest Gump. He's not mid Hanks in Forrest Gump. He's in the prime of his career in Forrest Gump. What okay. year is it? 96. That doesn't make him like an like an he can, can do no that. wrong. <laughs> I don't think it, it does. It. No, it definitely doesn't, but it kind of does. I think it's 40 or 97. This movie? 96. 94. 94. Because we're going to talk about that. <laughs> okay. I was confusing it. Wait, what's Saving Private Ryan? Later. Mm. It's like 99, I thought. No. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. Well, we're going to check that, too. 98. 98, 96. It oh, no. is... I'm getting caught. I'm going to go with 97. Or 96. Split the difference. I don't like and... it. I don't like it. It's terrible. I'm changing my answer because Matt Damon's in it, and he wasn't popular until... Dude, good one. I, I, it was 95. 98. Damn. Yeah. Wait. I like the same. Yeah, let's go. I said 97. Um, yeah. Okay. Back to it. I don't remember what I was talking about. I figured I didn't finish my point about something. Uh, you didn't like how Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. If he was if, the main point. Yeah, so if, if the movie's about Forrest Gump, which I don't think it is, I think it's just kind of taking like this character and pushing him through stuff. Just like, yeah, like I think it's just things. about showing American history. And if it's about showing American history, then you didn't learn a damn thing about American history. And if except it's that about it's awesome, except that America is the best country in the world, that's fair. <laughs> um, but like, if it's about Forrest, which we kind of talked about earlier, he doesn't undergo any change. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything. He could have been. He's the same character on the last page of the script that he is on the first page, when he's yeah. a seven-year-old with a seventy-five IQ or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's that same guy the whole movie. So that means the story needs to come from somewhere else, and not just like. If it is just like, oh, here's this guy, look at him do things, that's fine. There's, I love movies like that, but this movie doesn't act like it's that, and you two certainly aren't acting like it's that. You guys, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people interpret it as this big, grand, important American movie, and I don't think that there's enough there to support that. I think it's kind of cool that he doesn't change over the course of the film. He kind of does by like the relationships he has at the end, like he has a son and stuff. But I mean, I think it's an interesting take to have like the main character. The exact same from the beginning because I do agree that he is the same, but I think that's the cool part because he's so like likable and he's so sweet and he goes through all that stuff and he still ends up seeing like the better side of people at the very end. I mean, I don't know what I'd want. What would you want him to be at the end? More responsible or so? Like this, I think we'll talk about this when we talk about Ratatouille because it kind of comes back in there. <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, aside from back to again my thing where it was just like I finished it and I'm like okay that was two hours and twenty minutes that I probably won't get back. <laughs> that's how you felt. <laughs> you give it three and a half. Yeah, it was a good movie. Forrest Gump. That's how well, you it's felt. a good movie, but I'm like what like what's what's different now that I've seen Forrest Gump? Nothing. I feel like mm. that could be an argument for a lot of movies. It could be it, it could be an uh, argument for a lot of movies, but I think any movie above a three and a half, movies. it can't be. It's one of those memorable movies. Though. You remember a thousand scenes from that movie. I do. There's a ton of great lines. There's a ton of great scenes. Mom always shit. Exactly. <laughs> but Iconic. I think if a movie's... <laughs> Marcus Theaters does it better. <laughs> every movie's that has, like, there's a lot of movies that have good things and a lot of great things, and it's hard to talk bad about. That's why I'm being so nitpicky, because mm-hmm. I feel like this movie is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. We're arguing if it's mid. That's the biggest. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's just right. more mid. Okay. I mean, I just 
Right, you're it's not... getting overhyped, so that's why I'm nitpicking it. Right, so much. okay. My brother gave it a three and a half, and he's that's a, a it's a really good take. <laughs> it's just it's really hard to connect with anybody in this movie. You can care about. You can't them. connect with Forrest. You can't care about Forrest. He's like an I underdog. can care about that's Forrest. The thing. I don't he's connect with them. You know, I mean, like you, you're supposed to connect with underdogs, and he's like the biggest underdog. What's he fighting? What's he? He's I don't know. If, I don't know if I could, What's he fighting? I don't know if I could connect he's with Rocky. A disabled guy. He's like poor and underdog, and you know I'm not in the same situation, but I like care for him, and he inspires me, and uh, th- that's what Rocky. You're kind of supposed to connect with like his hardships. Yeah. Kinda. Like he okay. goes through. Like, oh yeah, I'll take that. I'll accept. And that. like also, he got like bullied a shit ton. Yeah. Was that, oh, yeah. that was brutal. I mean, I'm you know. That's you can connect with that. I mean, another I, iconic I, line: "Run, Forrest, run." Yeah, let's just go like through a, all the. That's like a. That's not even. Might not be a top twenty line in that movie. Please name nineteen more, <laughs> dude. I can't name nineteen more off the top of my head, but I'm moments. The maybe. one line, uh, um, when he's like, "Sometimes there just isn't enough rocks." That might have been the best part of the movie. You know what I'm talking about? When Jenny's like throwing, yeah. like that's unbelievable. Yeah. But okay, I'll I'll concede. You guys can have me. Maybe I just didn't connect with Forrest. Maybe okay. that might just be me. Okay. But my issue is if you can't connect with the protagonist there should at least be side characters who you can okay mm. i don't think any of the side characters were also really either characters maybe jenny Bubba. jenny he doesn't he shows up talks about shrimp <laughs> becomes friends with forrest and he gets killed he doesn't hey, do hey, anything hey hey, hey, hey i'm thinking respect. every it's it's the, it's I the get, same forest that's no, a veteran character. you're talking about that is so. i i get what you're saying though especially jenny and it's like both it's jenny and lieutenant dan you can't really connect or care about those you know they're both kind of like not seen as protagonists or anything like that and if forrest is like someone who isn't really like anyone else i think you should have like side characters to connect with i think lieutenant dan you're supposed to grow fond of very quickly at the he end has a terrible he's a, life and he's almost the size character who i cared about the most yeah i think he's a great I character mean, at he's the a, end he, he you like he's him. the yeah. he kind of starts out what like the hot shot jerky like soldier or whatever was he showering when you first see him on the vietnam yeah, he, camp? he goes and takes like a poop right yeah after giving a bunch of people shit or whatever he's kind of like a jerk yeah, yeah. gets his freaking legs blown off and uh-huh. then he's like down bad in the dumps for years you're supposed to feel bad for this it's guy. true and then all of a sudden he's like you know what he does like the backstroke and he's happy and you're like you know what <laughs> i'm all in on this guy <laughs> can, can i just throw something out there though yeah i'm thinking Maybe not as much for Lieutenant Dan. We see him start to change, like start changes the character when he does the backstroke thing, and, and, and he's like, "Thank you for saving my life." And yelling at the storm and stuff right at, before. Yeah, that. those are that's those are pretty good. Yeah, like he's he wants to die, kind of like that's yeah. pretty intense scene. He's like screaming at like a hurricane. Talk, but, talk about dark. You you said you wanted another layer. Yeah, it it should have been more dark. I really came, do think that this movie should have been ten times darker and would have been really good. I don't know. And you can still do the darkness with, like, the light. Can you? Yes, you absolutely can. Like, one of the most, like, sweet, innocent characters and, like, a bunch of happy moments you laugh at. Like, Vietnam, you're, like, kind of laughing at a few scenes. I don't know if you can make that dark and then switch it over to, like, him goofing around. I think it has its dark... I like the way you you mentioned the, uh, he punches the... Is that the Panthers? I don't want to get this Yeah, it's the Black Panthers. The Panthers? Yeah. Yeah, when... Yeah, because they're, they're that right house yeah. and they're partying. I think it has enough dark scenes, not a lot, obviously, but I think it has enough to like show like what he's gone through. And I think the main part of the movie is supposed to be like, and you might not like it. This might be the reason why 
it's supposed to be like sweet and like uh, melancholy or whatever. Right. Yeah. A- another part where he gets in a fight when she's naked uh, playing the guitar mm. and some guy throws beer on her. So yeah. there's like moments like that. Too, Had though. it coming probably. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I'm not trying to walk back on what I said again, but I mean, you guys are right. There is dark parts not but, but you just want more and yeah, i wanted it from forest almost okay that makes sense like I, we see jenny almost kill herself yeah like that and that again was also done very well but <laughs> yeah but like i don't will Feynman would be laughing <laughs> shout <laughs> out to will but we don't i don't know it's just you don't see forest and again he encounters struggles because he's in vietnam for god's sake right mm-hmm. but like character struggles he's never like at the start, you know, when his mom's, like, talking about how, you know, like, we're all, like, feathers floating on a breeze. And that's why it opens with, like, the feather, and I think it closes with the feather, too. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Lieutenant Dan has his, like, kind of philosophy where it's like, oh, we all have a destiny. I was destined to die in the jungle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do yeah. this? And then when Forrest is talking to, spoiler alert, Jenny's grave, which, again, one of the better scenes in the movie, he's like, and I don't know if Lieutenant Dan was right or if Mama was right. And I'm like, well, God damn it! What did we just spend? What did we just spend two hours learning that's about? That's life, though. I think that's kind of saying like you don't really you don't know. You really know. It's just different takes. I it. just, I would have liked to. Also, he's gone through. Like you wanted like a clear takeaway. Yeah. What message. did you learn from it? I wouldn't have known. Uh, well, I mean, he ran across goddamn America, and he just didn't. He didn't learn anything. But he's like, yeah, I'm tired of running. Which also loved that part. But I was like, what? Are we, what are we doing? Has someone done the math on that? See if that's actually how long it would take to run across the Oh, g- the guy did it. It's like way longer. Really? Really? You then, can say it was like the, the Forrest Gump project or like Project Forrest It's more than a year because wasn't it a year each time he ran across? Oh, no. He did it in like... Forrest? Yeah. I thought it was like two years. He ran like two times. I'm thinking he did that really fast. I think it was a year because he went through the season. I watched it like an hour ago. I think it was each season. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. Um, Noah, do you have any, like, uh, defending points for this movie that a... maybe haven't been brought up? Yeah, yeah. I talked about Forrest Gump as a character. You kind of went at the character. I really enjoyed, like, how likable he is and how sweet the whole movie is. is. And, I mean, it's Tom Hanks. You can't not really like Tom Hanks. Uh, He's an American treasure. Hmm. So, I think he, seeing Forrest go through all these things, I've said this a bunch, but seeing him go through all these events and coming out... Still seeing the better, seeing like the good in people is really sweet and heart touching. I mean, he had to go through the shit with Jenny for <laughs> how many decades or whatever, like two decades. She's a terrible person. I think you can tell oh, yeah. from my thoughts. But or my brother will say she's a what's the word like a mis misguided. Yeah, misguided character. I don't. She's just so. like supposed to like juxtapose like how perfect. Forest life kind of ends up, and like mm-hmm. how he just kind of st- stumbles in everything good. Yeah. And Jenny just stumbles in everything bad. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I think she's just. I mean, yeah. And she, but she doesn't do anything. Like nobody. But changes. she has chances to redeem herself, and she really never does, which bothers me. I was fine with that. I was totally good with Jenny. I walked in here and sensed the the, the anti Jenny vibes. Yeah. And while I don't think she's a great character, I don't. I, I cared about her. I mean, I cared about her. You have I this... was really interested to see how she flipped from leaving Forest. To getting her life back. I mean, together. you have this person in your life, Forrest, who's the most caring person ever and wants the best for you, and you never allow him to, like, I don't want to, like, say, like, have him save you because it's kind of bad, but you have this person who cares so much about you, and you never, like, give him a chance until the very end, and then. 
I mean, it's, yeah, he can kind of turn her turn her life around. Yeah, exactly. He tries to, and she never. It's one night in the fucking Louisiana house. They have like a nice night together. Girls' college. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, he wants the best for her, and she never really takes it. It's really frustrating to watch. But maybe I do like her character. It's obviously they need a character like that to challenge force, you know, attitude towards life. But uh, just to go back to how long it took him to run across uh, the United States. I don't know how how long it, he ran five times, oh. and it was three years, two months, fourteen days, and sixteen hours. All ass. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the actual math. Who? Yeah, but I just wanted to. I thought it was like a year each. Yeah, no. I, mean, I did it like three times. But it was five three times, years, three right? years. So the fact checkers in this podcast. Yeah, that's wild. I just, I like just want to check it out. What's the Joe Rogan guy? Jamie. What's Jamie? Jamie? Pull that shit up, Jamie. You're Joe Jamie, Rogan. Shut up, video the day, Yeah, I'm both. You're gonna get an intern for this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was mainly defending Forrest Gump. I think he's one of the greatest characters in film. I don't think it's that hard of a take. I mean, he's from everything he did and all the relationships he had, all the events, even though they aren't, yeah, they aren't that deep. They're pretty shallow when he's talking to Kennedy or, uh, what's his name? The next president, Lyndon B. Johnson, uh, and then like Watergate and stuff like yeah. that. They're not very deep events, but I think it's really memorable and I think it's what makes his character really funny i think that's the more funny part of the film yeah. i mean what's he say like i have to pee to kennedy and yeah. then kennedy like laughs and walks away yeah, like, like stuff Dr. like that's like so funny <laughs> yeah. and it makes him so much more likable that he he doesn't get afraid of these big uh american like monumental like uh figures in our history it's just like forrest like being funny and it makes you kind of laugh a little bit i i really enjoy his character obviously which so, I, mean, I think that makes a lot of sense and I think that's just why you have it a five and I have it a three and a half. Because, mm-hmm. like we've made clear, I would have liked to see him get a little darker and kind yeah. of have some character growth over the movie. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I love Ted Lasso. And that's basically <laughs> the same thing. That's fair, yeah. I mean, I, it's it's nice to just watch a people nice who are being nice to people. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's good. So, yeah. I don't know. For, for I just... I. My whole thing, just don't think this movie was... Amazing. Amazing. And especially with... I'm going to... Do you guys know what came out in 1994? Wait, is that the year where it's like Shawshank, Pulp Fiction? Shawshank, Pulp Fiction, Leon the Professional, The Usual Suspects, Natural Born Killers. um, Like, yeah, that's that's like a crazy I'm, I'm looking at this 94 list, and out of all those, I think Forrest Gump, I would probably rank on... The bottom of these, on for what should be really? Bottle Rocket came out too. That one's good. Wait, what was the second one? You said Pulp Fiction, and then what was the other? Shawshank. Two? Shaw, okay, Shawshank. This one, Best Picture over Shawshank. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. See, that's okay. I'd argue that's not the right. Take. Yeah. I think Shawshank's better. Better, but I mean, what else? I have it written down. It has uh, Best Actor. What's a, who's a better actor out of those? I don't think anyone yeah. beats. I don't think yeah, anyone yeah, beats. Yeah, that's he, right. I don't think anyone beats Tom Hanks. Director. I don't know the director's name. No, which is embarrassing. Zemeckis. He did Back to the Future. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's the definition of mid. We're not talking about Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> he's, Why? I don't because it would be a really long. But what other director <laughs> would beat it for that year? Like the guy who directed Shawshank, or Pulp? I mean, Tarantino. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. yeah I'm Tarantino. looking at any of these. I mean, that movie was fucking. Who directed Pulp the professional? I think yeah. that guy. That was fantastic. It won editing, uh, visual effects. I mean, so it definitely it, deserved visual. It did. It did and I think the editing was astounding. 
Exactly. It's yeah. It yeah. did win best director. Yeah, it, it won uh, best picture, actor, director, editing, visual effects, and screenplay, and it definitely deserved Ooh. actor, Ooh, maybe director, editing for sure, and visual effects are insane. The visual effects for that time is absolutely it, insane. People like freaked out yeah, when that came my, out. Yeah, I remember my and the doctor like footage and people freaked out. Yeah, they were like how did they do that? Yeah, how did it they put them next to? Right how did they put yeah. him next to Kennedy? Or yeah, even right Johnson? now. You watch it right now, yeah. you're like, holy shit. The only it time makes... when I was like, was like, oh, Nixon didn't look great, but then it, he looked better than like some yeah. movies that have come out in the last five years. Yeah. Stuff like that. And, and the stuff. stuff in Vietnam is awesome. The oh, yeah. The scenes in Vietnam. It's not like a little low budget action scene in this movie. No. Yeah. It's huge. For so sure. it de- I think it deserved that over uh, any other uh, that I, movie. I did enjoy. There was clearly a lot of like. A big budget behind this, and yeah. like a lot of and manpower, they did it, and, they and a used lot of every dollar. In a good yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, Vietnam. It yeah. gets, from my understanding, is it gets easy to spend a lot of money and do it poorly. War mo- yeah, yeah, but yeah. You kind of touched on my other defense. I talked about editing. I thought it was amazing, and then yeah. screenplay was phenomenal. And then, I mean, I just kind of talked. To, wanted to talk about like the underdog story. We already mentioned that, and then. Did you not cry? This is my last point. Did you not cry? <laughs> Did I not cry? When he's standing over, spoiler alert, Jenny's grave. You didn't shed a tear or you didn't want to cry? Like, I mean, it was a pretty when emotional like, moment. Or like talking to his dude. mama. What about when he sends his kid to school? I got, I'm thinking I was feeling more emotional at the forest. Why are you so good to me? And then he's like, because mm. you're my girl. That's good. That's awesome. That one. And then, and then with his kid. Those two, I was both There's cool. Like the one with his kid really hits me. To... Yeah, and I said all those emotional yeah. moments, I was uh, just like, I was like, oh, damn. When he's talking to Jenny, and he's like, he's like, it's really great. I wish you could see it. And he's like, voices breaking and stuff. Uh, oh, I, when he sees him, he has his kid. Yeah. Tom Hanks is really good in this movie. <laughs> Can we, can we talk about Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks is phenomenal. Can we talk about Mid Hanks? Now, can we, talk about we, his commercial? we call him maybe Mid Hanks because of the most recent, more recent movies, but. I like Greyhound. Let it be known. I okay. thought Greyhound was kind of I haven't of seen so Greyhound. You're so different than most guys. I give it a three. I didn't love it. I just, I like it. But this is, I, I, I mean, I think we'd all agree this is absolutely prime Hanks yeah. and stellar performance. Do you guys have any takeaways from this? Is your opinion changed at all? Goo, would you keep, still keep it at a three and a half? No, would you still keep it at a five? I gotta keep. I gotta keep it at a five. I mean, if I can't keep Forrest Gump at a five, and I I like your arguments a lot about he's the same at the beginning as he is at the end. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think that's a different take, and I really like that take. I okay. think he's a character that doesn't need to change for what he's been through, and then. You wanted a little more darker scenes. I do think that's a good argument. It would be kind of cool to see him like fight someone more or like snap more often, but I think that would change the film in a way I wouldn't really enjoy. I think it's mostly supposed to be like a lighthearted, not yeah. really lighthearted because there's a lot of intense scenes. But I think the main takeaway is it's supposed to be like him being a good person through all these terrible things, and that's how it's gonna stay. We don't need him like beating the crap out of someone another time. But I do think it'd be kind of cool, maybe like one more scene. But yeah, so I'm gonna keep it at a five. I, I also, I also like. I mean, your whole thought on like, I don't want it to just touch historical events. Like events, I want it to go deeper, and I would agree with that. I think that would be something super interesting, and maybe just pick a few, not try to like, like you said, go like take everyone off the list, but really dive into a few of them. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I would. I stand by my three and a half. I 
again, I think this is a good movie. I just think that there was a lot more interesting directions this could have gone in. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that if it was 1992 or whatever when they started making this, I wish there was just a couple decisions they would have chosen to do a little differently. Mm-hmm. That would have made, in the grand scheme of things, a big difference. Okay. But I totally understand like the just liking it because it's, you know. Americana. Amer- just like, I mean, God. He American movie, America, baby. Yeah, it's, it's a completely valid argument. So American movie with the most American actor. like yeah, America's <laughs> dad in it. I just, yeah. it's It was a little too light and breezy for me to touch on the okay. darker the darker sides of a lot of stuff. And, I mean, also, I don't want it, like, Forrest Gump to, like, fight for segregation. I don't, he shouldn't be doing anything right, like that. Right. I just mean, like, just, I mean, some other things just to go dive a little deeper, a little deeper than surface level, instead of it just being, like, you do, like, the Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, once upon a time in Hollywood <laughs> point, you're like, holy shit, it's Richard Nixon. Yeah, you know? right. I just felt like I was doing that for two and a half hours. That's a good point. So. Yeah, okay. All right, moving on, we're going to talk about Ratatouille. Noah, would you like to present your attacking points on yeah. why it's mid? Yeah, exactly. We're not arguing if it's, if it's a bad movie. We're arguing if All it's right. a mid movie. Same, right. same with Thor's right. Count. That's fine. Same thing. I'm not saying Ratatouille's bad, even though no, I'm just no, kidding. No, no, no. I'll state I have it at a three and a half, I think. Uh, it might be a three. I'm gonna. Uh, check, hey, like, by the way, Letterbox, great app, best movie app of all time. Not a sponsor though. Yeah, I but can't. like, hey, email yeah. me Letterbox. I'll be your sponsor for free. Um, you literally log every movie, rate it. Give it's awesome. Yeah, all, all all of us use it. It's pretty cool. Um, so I'll check that, but you can just keep going. And I, well, I want. I have read three and a half, three and a half, and I've read it two eight a five, and I have four scump at three and a half, and you had it at five. So see, oh, even even footing here. I just want to state before we start, I'm not going to, you know, dwell too much on this, but Goo says it's the best Pixar movie. I have to start with that because it's a ridiculous take. It's not close. Uh, not close to what? It's oh, it's like, not even close? No, like you're it's saying, you're saying it, it's far and away the best I want to start with movie. this. I want to start with this, but it just has to be known. I feel like it had to get off my chest. That's perfect. It's a perfect movie, so it's all right. We'll get there. Incredibles is... Okay. Anyway. All right. All right. We'll get to it. My first thing is the imagery in Ratatouille is not that impressive. There's not no no no. There's not that many. Who's <laughs> reaction? It's not that impressive. I'm being it's it's name more than one memorable scene. If you name the stupid flavor scene right now, where colors are popping out, like, kind of cool, kind of cool. It's not that cool. I don't. Wait, are you saying like I, I kind of felt it? The animation style isn't. Isn't so you're saying like like for like, Pixar, like the visuals don't look good. Yeah, the visuals. Okay, okay. sorry. Like, no, well, I wanted to make sure because one of my notes is the visuals are incredible. Yeah, no, okay. I don't. <laughs> so oh, well, yeah, like France, and I think it does a good job at showing that. But then, like, I mean, I'm not impressed with the style of it in any way. I was just really impressed with movies before it, like like Toy Story looks a little goofy now, but it's still super impressive for '95, whatever the hell it is. You have Incredibles at 2003 or 2 or something around there. Four years, five years before this. Monsters, Inc. looks amazing with a bunch of memorable scenes. My biggest problem is I wasn't visually stunned, which is a rare thing for Pixar. I feel like when I watch a Pixar movie, I'm like, holy shit, they know what they're doing. I watch, I, What I remember of Ratatouille, I remember thinking, hmm, was Flushed Away a better... Cool, okay. <laughs> a, a cooler looking movie than Ratatouille? No. Uh, it might have had a cooler no, style no. to it. That was my biggest, one of my main points was I wasn't stunned with the visuals and it's rare for Pixar to not like blow me out of the water with that. But yeah, it has a lot of cool looking scenes like what they chose to show and stuff. But other than that, 
I don't think it was that impressive. So your main focus is the visuals, and that was one of my yeah. That that's one of your main focuses, and it's not the best Pixar movie. But Goo <laughs> thinks it's far and away the best Pixar movie, and which is crazy. Well, I gotta okay. I would say for the you're complaining about the visuals. Yes. So you're saying like, is it the character design? Yeah, like that. Or are you just the saying people? like you don't think like the environments like feel? Uh, I think France is pretty good. I mean, obviously. Never been to France or Paris or whatever. But, yeah, I don't like... I don't think... I wasn't impressed by the rats, how they looked. I wasn't impressed with the people, how they moved. But, yeah, you show the Eiffel Tower 50 times, you're going to no. get applause or no. whatever. No, 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 no. I don't There's think... a simple solution to this. Okay. That's okay. on purpose. What's on purpose? I mean, you're not liking the people, that's fine. Or the style or... The... But I'm thinking, like, if you're, like, worried about, like, what it looks like when you're like, yeah, France looks good, it's because... I'm thinking, so the guy who, I mean, Brad Bird made Ratatouille. I know. He also made Incredibles. Yeah. Did he do Monsters Inc.? Discovered this. No. Did he do Toy He might have done Toy Story. He did Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Yeah, that's right. Which is, hold on. Is Ratatouille better than the Iron Giant? Uh, I haven't seen Iron Giant late enough to argue that. That's a good answer. I mean, yeah, if, if you look at, I'm not arguing for, I'm not arguing that. If you look at his other stuff, it's all like, really visually stunning. So like Iron Giant, um, Mission Impossible, he did... Ghost Protocol. Yeah, he did Ghost Protocol. Incredibles 1, Incredibles 2. And like, you know, they're all really colorful, they're all fun, they're bright, whatever. And Ratatouille's not, unless it's like something that's important. Food. Food, what France looks like. Anytime there's like art or um, like something related to art in that movie... It always pops like um, like. Do you remember when there's the ego flashback? Yeah, and he's a kid. And yeah, and it's all and bright and colorful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You remember every cooking scene when like he's throwing all the different veggies and stuff? How it's unreal does all the food look? Mm-hmm. I bet you remember exactly what the ratatouille looks like that they eat at the end. Yeah, it looks like pepperonis, colored pepperonis. Yeah, exactly. It, it looks, looks so phenomenal. Good. Yeah, it? it looks so fucking. One of my arguments good. is yes. the final dish doesn't look that good. No, ratatouille Bro. looks. It's a bite. Good. It's a bite. Maybe because I like didn't eat dinner and it was late, but like I wanted that so bad. No, my like dude. fat American body wants more than a bite of pepperoni. <laughs> okay, that's that fair, but it, like that single bite, I bet is fucking delicious. That's also the whole thing with the movie. Is made enjoy by it. a rat though. Gross. <laughs> Anyway. It's because he's one of the rats in the rat colony. He would be pissed <laughs> yeah, if they did He'd be one of rappers and We'll get all into that his garbage. family. We'll get into his family next. That's my next. Uh, oh, okay. Attack. All right. Go ahead. You're any like any more yeah, visuals or? Yeah, I mean. I mean, here you go first. I'll I like. I, I agree with. You. I, I didn't really have anything else. I was just gonna ask if if you want to go on to his next point, but. I got one more note on the visuals. Okay. Okay. Because I was gonna bring this up too, and I, I think I know. It was ballpark when this movie came out, but Pixar was like the first, which was 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Pixar was like the first animated studio to the way that they animate their scenes is they actually put cameras like in the, um, like I like, you know, we know how CGI, like with Toy Story where like they animate the whole room and they make people wander around in it. Mm -hmm. Pixar was like the first one, like with their cameras, they started using what real cameras acted like. So like when things are like out of focus or in focus or... Um, okay. Like there's like a split diopter. Like there's like right. weird stuff that you only do when you shoot on film. Mm-hmm. And it like it happens in the Toy Story movies a little mm-hmm. bit, I think. But I remember when I was watching Ratatouille, and I was like, this feels like there's an actual like little crew. If 
I felt like there was a crew with that. Like movie. an actual camera. Like there was a little rat running around with the camera almost. Like I was blown away when I was watching it. I'm like, who had the balls to do this in an animated movie? Like doing a huge dolly zoom across a, um, like when he's looking at Gusto on the TV. Right. Like, you know, like the Jaws, like mm-hmm. dolly zoom. Like, yeah, the zoom out while pulling. Yeah, zoom it's in while pulling away. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great move. Who had the balls to do that in an animated movie besides Brad Bird in, like, 2007? Do weird shit like that on, like, yeah. a big scale like yeah. they did in Ratatouille. I like your argument for the important scenes or the eye-popping scenes are when it's most colorful. Yeah, but I, I don't really enjoy, I guess, watching a dull Pixar film for most of it, which is what it is for a majority. It, it is which cool, is, though. I understand the rats in the sewer. When but... those meaningful moments, the color pops. Yeah. I like that whole idea a lot. But like you said... You, you want that kind of throughout the whole movie, but when that happens, you do lose that feel mm-hmm. when it's the big special. I don't moments. know when he's cooking. Is it that often when the yeah, food looks that I think colorful? So. I think so. You just watched it. I wasn't yeah. able to watch the movie, but I was watching. When scenes. he, especially the first scene when he uh, is making the soup and throwing all the spices and everything in there, mm-hmm. uh, that was. It's aesthetically pleasing. Oh, they yeah. do a great job of like showing that. But yeah, I just remember. I don't know. But other I cooking scenes, I don't know specifically, mm-hmm. but I, that soup one for sure, the the food does pop, the color. Okay. And, and that, I could have completely pulled that claim out of my ass, but based on what, just one, what all of us, Sounds right. on what all of us know about Brad Bird, and like going back and watching it, like the stuff he remembers, like, like when he first looks at Paris, and that's when you're talking about like the Eiffel Tower shots. At night. Yeah. Yeah. And like all like the light, like I would take that over like the lights and like the cocoa, you know what I'm talking about? And like cocoa I look at the, and yeah. The... And everybody's like, that's one of the coolest Pixar moments ever. I give me Remy looking at the really? Paris skyline over anything. That might be my top 10. Okay. No. Careful. Careful. Yeah, I'm top walking 10. that back. I'm walking that back. But <laughs> Him looking at the Eiffel Tower would be. Top 25 like, moments. Better. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, here, you can. What was your next one you said? My next point is Remy's character is one of the most unlikable Pixar leads, I think, in all of its universe. I can't... First of all, I'm a little biased here because I don't like Patton Noah Oswald. Noah hates Patton Oswald. I hate Patton That's Oswald. a really, really, really bad take. No, it's not He's that so bad. He's so likable. Mm, uh, I think so. He's so, so goofy. Much. I like him. Is he that goofy? Is I he think that so. like anyway. Person Rack, he's fantastic. Remy's character is not a good person. He turns his back... You talk about someone that never changes in film. Remy never changes the entire time. He never changes for his family. No, he does. Who's face right now? No, he he wants he wants to be a chef. He wants to cook good food. He doesn't want to like sit, what join in the slums with his brother and yeah. dad. That's kind of a shitty thing to do. Like he finally found his family. Like the only thing he cared yeah. about was like going back into the kitchen. Exactly. Which is maybe like, oh, he's good at his profession. He cares about cooking more, which is respectable, I guess. But yeah. also, what does he do to uh, Linguini when they get into a little skerfuffle? He says, you know what, rats, come into the kitchen. Let's trash it together over some argument with my best friend or whatever. He's a, kind of a shitty character, and he never changes. He just gets what he wants at the end. He gets a restaurant and gets I mean, cook. he blew I, up. He blew up their whole colony at the beginning. Because yeah. that fuck wanted to go and get a certain spice for his mushroom. And then the crazy-ass lady started shooting everywhere. Uh, also, got to say, unbelievable reveal. The first time you watch that, and the rats are all in the ceiling. Yeah. Gross. That's I unbelievable. Didn't though. know that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. When you were shooting in the ceiling, yeah. I, I imagine they were off ways from the house. I, yeah. I didn't expect mm. them to be in the roof. So yeah. that, that it, was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, but, I mean, you literally never watch him, like, change for, like, like be nice to his family or his brother. 
and stuff. He just kind of gets what he wants at the end, which is kind of frustrating. He never really had that much conflict for himself, except a chase scene and an argument with Linguini. But then what? He doesn't have to deal with Anton. He doesn't have to deal with human problems. He just has to, like, squeak to Linguini and then cook what he wants. Kind of annoying. That's interesting, especially considering I had a big gripe with that for Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. But I think... I think Remy does change throughout the movie. I mean, he learns his lesson, and then especially like with the cooks. All right, Pixar movie, it's a kid's movie. I think you need to grade it on a different curve than you're grading like a Forrest Gump. Where Forrest Gumps, you might have watched it when you were a kid, but they didn't make that for like eight-year-olds to watch. Okay. And Ratatouille, target audience was eight-year-olds, even though I'm thinking it's probably the second best. (laughs) It's probably like the second most adult Pixar movie behind Soul. Yeah, they do show, like, dead rats hanging in, like, a window. Yeah, and yeah. I don't, I don't even mean that. I just mean four adults. Like, I, right. as an adult, like, I think that like, it's it's mu- much more enjoyable watching this than, like... Inside mm, Out. Any or, Toy Story is above uh, I don't know, maybe Inside adults. Out. Inside Out's a big adult movie, too, I'm thinking. Um, Toy Story 3. But it, you're like talking about Inc. grading on a Pixar scale. I think you also need to take into consideration, like, comparing that to Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., all those other movies, where I know you think... It's far and away the best, but keeping it at a five, even though it is a Pixar movie, I understand it's up to that standard. I think it's a good movie, but I don't know if it's on that great level of a Pixar movie. And that top tier. With the goats. Right. Well, I think the... the, So the character change, what I meant by grading on a a curve, Uh is like a Pixar protagonist, they should get get like one or two problems. One or two big character flaws. That's what they're working on throughout the whole movie. Okay. okay. So like, like, um, uh, like, what would Mr. Incredible be? Mr. Incredible would be. He doesn't put his family first in the beginning. Right. He just wants to be a hero again. He wants to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he wants to relive like the glory days, yes. right? Yes. So he gets like you get he has like his one big problem. And then he really yeah. Okay. Mike Wazowski like wants to be famous, and so he is like a cocky. Right. He's he's the top guy. At the exactly. Factory. Yeah. And I think Remy's is just like. I think Remy's is it's all about accepting who you are. Because the, the whole movie is about like him, like his dad's trying to make him something. He's I see, not. I see that. I, I I think, and that goes into the main thing, which I haven't gotten to talk about, or we haven't talked about yet. But like the main idea of anyone can cook, I think that kind of plays into what Remy's deal is a lot too, because at the start, you remember like he's when you said he was like a dick, when he's talking to Linguini, he's like this guy can't cook. Like what's he doing in the kitchen? Right. Then at the end, he's like. All of my rat colony fr- family, please help me. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm in too deep. I need help. Yeah, I like that. Well, he's in need of he's in trouble, and then he finally falls on his family. Like, well, what? that's you got to go to your low. I mean, if a, I think a good character needs to get as low as they possibly can before they can actually learn something. I, Otherwise, I th- it's like what? Well, yeah, I think what you said about accepting who you are is a huge point, especially mm-hmm. when he gets kicked in the gutter, and you hear one of the ladies says, "What a disgusting little creature." When they look through the window and he sees all the dead rats and mousetraps and yeah. all that stuff. I mean, you're right. He's the last person you'd expect to cook, a rat. And Gusto's saying of, like, everybody can cook is awesome. And and if you're worried about him abandoning his family, he thought his family was, like, dead. Until, he, the, until he I know, but then he the, saw him and then he was still like, ah, oh, the kitchen. But at that point, okay, all right. Which oh, is annoying. Oh, here we go, boys. I got an argument here. Okay. So you guys really like the movie Walk the Line, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you would say in that movie, there's a couple times when Joaquin Phoenix is like a, a kind of a 100%. dick. 100%. He's not putting his family first. Yeah. Why is that? Because he got, you know, 
got the life he wanted. He's all he's a celebrity. Alcoholic. He's famous. Alcoholic, <laughs> but he's, drug addict. Yeah. But he's Love like cash, no, but, but like th- theoretically, that's the life he wants to lead. Okay. He's got. Right. Well, he and would I, say I, he's I, all. He doesn't I, see the issue not, with his life. I'm lifestyle. not saying Johnny Cash and Walk the Line's a good person. I'm like I'm like no saying like Remy's a dick. Yeah, I'll do the whole okay. thing. Like okay. Joaquin Phoenix and Walk the Line or Johnny Cash is he's a dick. I mean he gets pretty much abandons his girls and all that stuff. Are, are you still for Reese Witherspoon? Are you still feeling for Johnny Cash? You still want him to succeed even though you're like, oh come on, dude. This is this is kind of apples and oranges. I don't think so because uh, Remy has. I see where you're what I'm going from. is that Remy gets the life he wants. He's a he's a cook and like a Gusto's kitchen. I don't know if I'm pulling you know I mean? for Johnny Cash. When I'm pulling for Johnny Cash, I'm pulling for Johnny Cash to get his shit together. I'm not pulling for Johnny Cash to like keep going, like keep being a rock star, getting away yeah. with like cheating okay. on your wife, like doing drugs exactly. and all this shit. But you're like, dude, this isn't who you are. Yeah. Okay. I with Remy, Remy, I don't know if I. I don't think like that's that what it Remy. is. He cared about his family. He thought they were all dead, but he gets this perfect life that he wants, and he's like, yeah, guys, like I'd love to still hang out with you, but I'm not going to leave everything that I've made. Okay. And that's then at the family? end, that's what I'm saying. No, but fam- at the end, he he learns to bring it all together. He's like, his part of it also is is everybody there is like, dude, you're a freak. Why are you hanging out with humans? Yeah. They don't really want him around if he's not going to be like. All he kind of like rat. looks at his family with disdain though when they're he does. eating. He thinks he's better than yeah. Yeah. And, t- and then he, when he, he, he thinks he's better than. And then when yeah. he needs their help, he comes crawling. Am I supposed to be happy that he hit the bottom and then comes crawling to his family? I'm not very thrilled with that. No, I, well, that's not good for Remy. It's good for his family. That's when you're like, oh God, you know what? Family is important. Yeah, but did he realize that until he had to? Until it was forced? Right. He didn't even realize it was forced. Was is what I'm saying. He had I no other option. He couldn't have cooked by right. himself for the whole restaurant. He cooked, yeah. He hit the bottom, and then I think doesn't his family come to him, too? Um, he doesn't go to his family. They're like, you know what? Like uh, his dad's like, if this is so important to you, we're like, gonna we're help here you for out. You. Yeah. Like even uh, because he talked to the human, and I'm his just, dad was like, I don't it takes guts. like how it kind of feels like he puts his family under the bus for the whole movie because he's a big chef who cooks gourmet food. He doesn't like his rat family and they eat gross food it's kind of frustrating to me and then he kind of just they come in and save him at the end and then it's all happily ever after for him i don't really enjoy that i have a, i have a take it's not that serious when i say this i don't really mean it but does ratatouille promote domestic violence the amount of times colette slaps looting oh that's just face, rant. That's the rant. amount of times that Different happens culture. it's ridiculous um i don't remember i remember like once no it's three or four times and yeah, it happens a couple yeah, times. Yeah, but hey. It's they, made, they made her as French as they possibly could. Oh, yeah. Could. Um, I mean, just... This might be a weird movie. I, no, actually, I don't think it is. Because a lot of people really like Ratatouille. I don't think that I have a scathing hot take in saying that Ratatouille is really good. Like, really, really good. When I was doing research, it seemed like majority of people thought it was the best thing since sliced bread it's a phenomenal movie but i think it's i think it's pacing is like we haven't talked about the pacing yet but like you like turn on gear how fast did it feel like that movie was over um honestly it wasn't like (laughs) no because i had to uh go preheat the oven and i paused the movie and i was only halfway through and i was like all right i mean that was just me personally but my biggest thing is we have to compare it 
like Garrett kind of said, we have to compare it to other Pixar films. It's what you do for Pixar films. You don't really grade them individually. Did we compare Forrest Gump against other like Zemeckis no, because movies it's or not 90s like a, movies? It's not Pixar. I feel like Pixar has its own little thing, kind of like Marvel. Like you kind of compare like Forrest Gump to other drama movies. When you talk about Marvel, do you not talk about other Marvel yeah. movies? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I feel like for Pixar, Marvel, like Harry Potter, stuff like this, like universes, yeah, you, you have you to compare it, it to other. And that's what my main thing is comparing like Remy to Sully or Remy to Woody. A lot of a lot of Y names, by the way. Yeah, just realizing that ending. It's hard for me to look at Remy and be like, I really like Ratatouille because of Remy. Like, I like Monsters, Inc. because of Sully, and I like uh, Toy Story. (laughs) I think the characters in this aren't that likable, and that's one of my biggest complaints. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I like the family. Linguini's whatever. Like, Linguini, I really don't I could beat him up. uh, Yeah, I think we all could. Linguini, I really don't care about at all. Um, But, yeah, like you said, Remy... Doesn't have a lot there for me. I like kind of... The only aspect, I guess, about Remy that I like is, like Goose said, he's trying to, like, find his way and, like, accept who he is because he lives in a world that's controlled by humans. But, I mean, in that sense, I guess I'm kind of pulling for him. Yeah. I mean, and kind of, like, I realized when I was thinking about Ratatouille, um, I'm, like, a sucker for those movies where it's, like, there's, like, two... Like, someone, like, stuck between two different things. Like, you know, like, like two worlds almost. Or like you know, Remy's got humans or rats. I'm trying to like it. Oh, all right, another movie that I love that I know you guys don't particularly care for, Tron Legacy. Great movie. Guy between two worlds. Yeah. I think it, like a lot of my favorites. So that might be why I like this so much. Because mm-hmm. I do, maybe get why you'd think it's not the best. I get why you understood why you don't think it's the best Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. But I do think like. This movie's... I think it's my favorite. The anyone can cook thing is just the best. It's the best message in a Pixar movie. Aside from mm. maybe Soul. But Soul's got a similar... Oh, I haven't seen Soul. Really good. I should have come up with that. Like good Pixar themes or messages. Because I don't think Ratatouille would be... I think Ratatouille's got one of my favorites. It's. I think Inside Out's got a tremendous one too. Yeah. Anyone can cook. That's awesome. I think that's an awesome saying. I also think that it does like handling its themes and like what it wa- what it wants its audience to take away. It does that a lot better than some other Pixar movies. Yeah, I think it's. I have it in the middle range, maybe. Middle. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, that's a bad take. Like Finding Nemo, Toy Story, Toy Story Two, uh, Incredibles, Monsters Inc. I, I'm not saying there's not. Like Pixar is really good. They've had a lot of really I mean, good yeah, movies. Yeah, I mean that's. I just think Ratatouille. They're through. awesome at giving takeaway messages. And I think Ratatouille does it the best. Like when I, I think it's it does the best at working for, I mean it works for everybody, yeah. which not all like Toy Story two was my favorite movie when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Looking back, that's probably the worst one of the three. Toy Story two, two. I'm out thinking the, out of the four. No, it's better than Toy Story four. Toy Story I honestly four forgot Toy Story four existed. Dog shit. Saw it at midnight. Was I not happy. Not good. But oh, Wally, how have I not talked about Wally? Sorry. Wally's also very good, but it's no Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like I don't know. I think I just really like how focused this movie feels. Really focused, like it's always got one thing we're pushing towards. And maybe I'm just thinking that because I just watched Forrest Gump and I felt like that was just kind of sloppy. But I felt like Ratatouille. It always knew what it was. It knew what it was going for. What it wanted mm-hmm. to do. And I don't know. Like perfect movie. Central message the whole time. Going. It's got one. Like all the characters have 
which again, this is kind of maybe hypocritical because we're just talking about Forrest Gump, but mm-hmm. I think it's just because it's a, again Pixar movie versus like a prestige drama, prestige ish drama. But like all the characters have like their little their little lesson they learn, their takeaway, and all of them contribute to the big like anyone can cook. Even Ego, who's the bad guy, who's not in a ton of scenes, right? But he's super memorable because all the scenes are fantastic. And then like, at the end, like they have that that restaurant and everybody together, comes together. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I don't think there's a there's not I don't know if there's a better picture movie that summarizes everything like Ratatouille. Okay. Do we want to compare it to Monsters Inc. and Incredibles or do we not want to go down Up that above path? it? I had Wally above it. The Toy Story is one, two, three. Nemo. All three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Your thoughts uh, on that? Maybe not one, but I I love two. Two is like the most aesthetically pleasing Pixar film. Uh, I'm pulling up my little list. Zerg. Good character. Uh, while I'm doing this, can I just throw out there, Garrett? Did you watch Pig? No, th- that was 2021, right? Yeah. Yeah. Noah's did, did he, you gave it a five? Right? I gave it a five. Yeah. Movie of the year. For you me. said you absolutely loved it. So. Which you know what I think is interesting? Uh oh. I'm thinking a lot of that movie is very similar to Ratatouille. Mm, and like there's chefs. I maybe I just because there's chefs. Third, so. We gotta be careful here. We'll talk about this later. Okay. okay. But. Okay. I'm thinking. Would okay, you say we, would you say it adds up and compares to Ratatouille? And and like how good it is? Or just like same message and everything? We'll talk about. I don't want to spoil. It. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Kind of, you should you should I watch it. Really I think I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, I think it's really good. But, but so yeah. what, what what are you pulling up? Oh, that's right. I forgot I was doing that. Oh uh, yeah, all right. Pixar rankings. I I think that you could make an argument for Incredibles is really good. Finding Nemo and Up. I would be okay with any of those three. You, you, you. Wally you, behind Inside Out. You didn't put Monsters Inc. in there. Monsters Inc. was like right behind him, but I don't think that's. Bugs Life is very low from what I'm seeing. Bugs Life uh, doesn't hold up. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, should I add any more? Yeah, I mean, do you have any more defending points? I already mentioned I wasn't a big fan of the ending because I didn't. Because I didn't care for Remy. I, I, that's my biggest thing. If you don't really care for the protagonist, kind of like you with Forrest Gump, kind yeah, of. Okay. If you don't really care for the protagonist, how are you supposed to like the film? Especially to watch him like get what he wants at the end when you don't think he deserves it, which I don't think he really deserves a restaurant and like stuff. Also, another point. Uh-oh. The restaurant gets shut down at the end, you mm-hmm. know? It's like, oh, Aunt Ego loses. Yeah, what the fuck it, was that? Like, the restaurant closes. Hold up. The restaurant closes. Ego loses his job. Which sucks. It's kind of sad. I know yeah. he's happy or whatever, eating food. Oh, God but... forbid. God forbid a character becomes happy. <laughs> no, God forbid the bad guy. Yeah, that's what he says, but I mean... Well, anyway, God anyway. forbid a bad no, guy. No, but it got closed because of rats. And then they open a restaurant and it's still run by rats? Well, it's not run by rats. It's just Remy... There's still a rat in the kitchen cooking. Oh, yeah, and the rats but, are like, upstairs. But, like, it's, set up for the rats right. this time. Like, they have their They're own ready. little dining they area, are. and, like... Do you think the inspector knows about that? Are we supposed to believe that the inspector... I'm sure, like... Probably not. Who cares? So they're lying to their customers? No. Okay, come on. Jesus. When that inspector came and all those rats were in the kitchen, they weren't expecting the inspector to come. Like, when the... I mean, the inspector... They said the inspector was coming earlier, didn't they? The no, the chef said, uh, call like he called him. He's like, there are uh, rats in the kitchen, and yeah, so no, bad take, bad, argument. bad take. Am I, or if you take that, oh my god, they have rats in the kitchen again, I just don't think the health inspector would catch them or anything. Mm. It's just, 
Which is kind of lying, some I, could say. I mean, but he makes here's delicious a, here's food. One question. Bad movie. The ending <laughs> left a couple loose ends. Also, another thing about loose ends. What happened to all the workers that just walked out on Linguini? Yeah. Did you ever see them again? Well, no. A bunch of characters are kind of like Colette comes friend. back and she just works. Colette, in, but she works in the new. So all one. those characters we kind of grew to care about, not really. Care I didn't care too much about. The thumb guy is hilarious. We just found out that was Will Arnett. Yeah, that's Will Arnett, by the way. The thumb really? dude. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. The guy like went to prison. I mean, that guy. Who else is in there? Well, like I mean, but the, I don't, the chefs don't really have like they have personalities, but I wouldn't They're say. Really so I have to look at them with disdain. I have to look at them like they walked out. And then I'm never gonna see it. Like don't I, redeem yeah, themselves. I mean, I kind of look guess. at them like, you know what? Fuck them. Like, okay. I didn't really like that. I kind of wish they would have I mean, been like, you know what? They ditched like, him. Did we even see them in the last restaurant? I th- I think if there was a scene at the end that had them in it, I I bet there was, and it probably got cut because I don't think that would have worked. I think that ending is so tight and perfect. That and, if and there's any other added scenes, it would have been bad. And like the people who stayed were all the rats and Colette. The people that like when shit got tough, they stayed instead yeah. of like okay. like I if I was starting a new restaurant, I'd be like fuck you guys, you, you walked out on me. Like yeah. I don't, I I know I can't depend on you in the future yeah. if some shit goes it's down. Kind of like burnt. You guys ever see burnt? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Burnt. Oh well. Is he chef? Yeah. Yeah. Well, chef twice. Oh, great twice. movie. Uh, maybe once. Um. What, what else do you have? Uh, that's about it. That's that's Basically all your fuck Patton Oswalt. Okay. Dude, yeah. See, so that's all your attacking points. His entire mid argument is because he doesn't like Patton Oswalt. No, no, it's, it, I wasn't stunned by it. I think it's a sub. I think it's a par Pixar movie, and I don't yeah. like Remy, and I think it has loose ends, which I don't. Like you had the the loose ends is valid, and not loving Remy is valid. Okay. And I can understand the visuals. There's there's scenes in there where I'm like, wow, that is cool, but overall, I just. I keep saying Pixar movies for a Pixar movie. I wasn't that impressed. Is my main thing. And going through the other Pixar movies, I, I, like I'm looking and like the protagonist is more compelling in almost every one, every single one of these. I just think so that's I like a big. My, that's a big point. That's a pretty big point. You talk about connecting with characters like Forrest. All right, now we're not more compelling in like any of these or than all, but like I mean, um. There's some like objectively really really iconic and famous Pixar protagonists, mm-hmm. and Remy's not normally grouped in with the likes of like a Mr. Incredible or a Sully. And he doesn't even have a sidekick. You talked about in Forrest Gump having like a likable side characters. What's the like? What's likable side characters in this one? Linguini. That wasn't my argument in Forrest Gump. But well, yes. oh yeah, like you want someone that you can relate to, if not the protagonist. If we're if we're, said. I just think if there's a side character, they need like, who. Per, like let's say gets as many lines and as important as Bubba is in Forrest Gump. Maybe not Bubba because he gets killed. I guess maybe he could have. <laughs> but like a, like a Jenny. Like I don't know yeah. if they're gonna. They need to have some more changing than they do if they're gonna be yeah. that important. No one in Ratatouille is like, and they all they all get to do something. Yeah, I'm just saying if you don't like Remy, then you're kind of screwed because there's no one but else. Some people do like Remy a lot yeah, and get yeah. along with them. I like Remy a lot. Yeah, which is. But uh, again, with Forrest Gump, a lot of people like Forrest too. I get what you're saying. I mean, That's, I think yeah. both arguments are valid. It's just whether you relate to those characters or not. Uh, is that what a lot of this? Did we just learn a lesson? Did a lot of this come down to characters we liked? I think it might. I don't so know not necessarily liked. that. I don't know if I liked we still had other time. points about the movies, but it's. I think. Relating to the characters has a big influence on whether you like the movie or not. Yeah. If you can't root for them or pull for them, yeah, it's gonna be hard for you to be happy in the end with it. But, but I mean, like, there's a lot of. I mean, I, I was rooting for Forrest. I, I mean, I just like didn't really care about. 
I didn't really care about anybody. I mean, I know I just said what I said, but other movies where the character is a complete asshole, you still like the movie, like Inside Lewin Davis. When they're showing, when it's supposed to be like that, but maybe isn't supposed to be. Okay, yeah. You're not supposed to, like me, you're not, I'm probably one of the rare people who think he is a jerk. Because mm-hmm. he's not really supposed to be, and that's my complaint. Because I think he is. But that's I, what I was arguing. I think Remy, the way he acts, and like the way like the dialogues are and everything, it's like a. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> this might be hot. Um, I think he's like similar to like the way like superhero movie characters act. That's what I would compare him to. Really? He's just very. I don't know if he's maybe, a like dick. He's very quippy, and he's got some character. Maybe Spider Man. I could see because the whole thing where he's like he's rad. He's kind of a loser. And then he's in this position of power and with the quips and he's funny. I mean, with that, I guess, but... Oh, I just like the way he acts towards other characters. Yeah, yeah. Like, Iron Man's a dick. Yeah. He's a bad person. Mm. Iron Man's not a bad person. <laughs> Save the so, universe, but... Well, I know what you're so, going to say. Sleeping with a bunch of... Blah, blah, no, 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 not, not even that. I just mean, like, he's doing his best, but... Just you, he can be an asshole. He can be an asshole, yeah. which a lot of us are doing. Which, we can be assholes. Guess what? That's for next segment. Oh, uh, go do it. All right, Wait, we're done talking about this. Okay, we're all good. Before we move on, I just want to ask the same question. Any opinions change? Same rating? Same everything? I liked it even more. Five? You're sticking even after that talk. You're not like, oh, there might be a few things no, that. Dude, anybody can cook. Anyone can cook. Damn it. No, perfectly. I might bump it down. Three and a half. It's staying at three and a half for me. I think that's the most perfect score for this movie. Okay, I give it a four. I used to have it at a four and a half. Then I rewatched it. I gave it a four. Uh, Come on down further. I don't think it'll go any further. But uh, yeah, I think we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna move on to Mount Rushmore. All right, now we're moving on to Mount Rushmore. We've uh, decided the order. Goo's gonna go first. What are we doing? What are we doing? Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore is for biggest assholes in films, so it can be movies or TV shows. Uh, Goo, what's your 1-1 pick? Let's hear it. Number one overall pick, I got Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. Oh, big bitch. Big, <laughs> big bitch. Okay. She doesn't do oh. one... Th- I, I think that, like, one of my favorite, like, villains from, like, any media. Just, like, I, like, hated her more than I hated Voldemort, oh and Voldemort was literally wizard Hitler. Like that might be. I might agree with you that I hate her more than. Voldemort. Dude, she's, she's so mean. One mustn't tell lies. Dude, Shut sucks. the fuck. She sucks, dude. Okay, that's I like that pick. pick. That's my that's one pick. Good, Dolores Umbridge. One one. That's Goose pick. When I was in fourth grade, if I saw the color pink, I would be fuming. All right, my. If you take mine right now. I'm gonna be so mad. My one two pick, Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Oh, that pick. is that's my first absolute asshole. Um, I mean, any, anybody who's watched Game of Thrones knows how frustrating he is to watch. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's my that's my one-two pick. Noah, what, what do you got? I don't know who to pick here, but I think I'm going to go with Dr. Mann from Interstellar, Matt Damon's character in, in Interstellar. Oh. Huge, not only one of the biggest assholes, <laughs> what a fucking coward, first of all. You, risk, you risked all of the human race because you're sad and lonely. And then he like beats it, and then he fights Matt like uh, Matthew McConaughey, and then he goes into the fucking space and blows up their ship. What an asshole! Yeah, like, he's bad. the whole time he's like, "This is not about my life. Like, this is about all mankind." Shut the <laughs> fuck up! Are you kidding me? It's all about you. I hate him. That's a he's a really good asshole. Like, and it's like a big twist, which adds to that's it. That's a good reveal. Yeah, good reveal. Holy shit! It's Matt Damon. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, and then it's like, oh, shit, Matt Damon. It's like, holy yeah, shit, it's Matt like, Damon. Matt Damon's an asshole. Okay, I, yeah, so yeah, now it's back to back, then then we'll go backwards. Uh, Even though he's doing his job, my next one is Ed Rooney from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the principal. He, what, what's that face for? He's, he's can, a we huge... talk, can we talk about these? Can we oh yeah, okay. we open yeah. discussion for each one. Yeah, he's a huge asshole. He's, he thinks he's some hardo, like uh, principal. Like he thinks he's some lieutenant. Yes, he's he's trying to get <laughs> every. He's right nitpicking. Now. He's he's trying to be all high and mighty. He thinks he catches people in like like minor inconveniences, and he's gonna send them to hell. Lighten up. Dude. You know what? I, I, I do kind of agree with that. He's, he's, he goes pa- to the house. he's on a power trip. Yeah. yeah. He's an asshole. He's a, on a power trip. I'm going to throw something out there. Oh, okay. No. He's also a sex... Yeah. That's a real life. Not way <laughs> the actor's are actually a piece of it. shit. It adds to he's it. a piece of shit. So I'm not going to pick it, because I don't think that we're going to take enough of them. But Ferris Bueller was on my list. Oh, Ferris Bueller? Oh. He was like... Over no, he's not my, I'm not picking Ferris Bueller from Mount Rushmore, but I'm just saying... Over Rooney? Dude, Rooney is doing his job. No, he's going to their house. He's going too far. Jumping he's over going the too far. God forbid someone's a little no. Actually, no. <laughs> no. I take that back. I'm not defending Rooney. He sucks. But Ferris Bueller is like an objectively bad person. He's kind of a douchebag, but he's not a bad. I'd person. say he's an Dude, anti-hero. He's like, he's like straight up like awesome. Kind of. I don't know. I think Ferris Bueller is a prick, <laughs> and he's one of my favorite characters of all time. He is a prick. I love him. Love Ferris Bueller. Uh, but, but when it comes down to it, he's a good guy. Like, he cares. Yeah. Dude, taking... Cameron was having, like, a full-on, like, mental... Cameron was, like, fighting the biggest okay. demons of all time every day abuses. just by being friends with Ferris. I wish I was friends with Ferris. I don't care if he kind of dunked on me every Maybe once in a while. Maybe if Cameron would have, like, gone with he's the waves a He's not dunking on him. He's, like, literally ruining his life a little bit. Cameron you know he's gonna cherish forever. Cameron's gonna cherish those memories. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's, a, he's like he's gonna be. I'm glad I, like, I got cool, out of like pushing numbers. He's gonna think about that day with Ferris. Yeah, you wouldn't. No, I would. But here's the thing: Ferris ruined this guy's life. How? Not ru- for like what a month? Who- I don't know. His, it sounds like Cameron's dad was a douche. Yeah, it sounds like he's he an was. Asshole. He sucked. And I so mean, what? He like fucked up the. Car I just think and, he's like, just he's just not a good friend. He just like blatant. And then, the whole Rooney thing. I, I would no, agree Rooney that he's says not something a great that, friend. Rooney says something in that movie when, like, I think, like, the secretary, who's hilarious, by the way. Oh, she's funny. She was like, she said yeah. something, she's like, <laughs> she's like, why is this, too. <laughs> he's like, why is this such a big deal? And he's like, he's like, that's not just about Ferris, it's about all these kids, like, they need to understand, like, you can't just break rules and get away with it. You know, like, that's fun. He's, uh, but it's, you, it's the, but, oh, it's the idea of Ferris Bueller. You still, it's not Ferris Bueller. You still a, think Ferris Bueller is a bigger asshole than Ed Rooney? Would you, would you go both, that they're far? They're both assholes. I mean, Ed Rooney breaks into their house. <laughs> All right, Ferris Bueller <laughs> breaks into, like, a, a with fucking class. parade. With class, though. But did he they not have a cool. good time? No, all right. All See, right. Ed Rooney would, like, stop the parade and yell at everybody. Yeah. Like, Ferris Bueller put on a fucking show. He's on a power trip. Just because yeah. Ed Rooney's, like, the goddamn... Over sick days. The, the pastor yeah. from Footloose. That's yeah. fine. It's like... That's just, that's him. He's got morals. He's got a code. Stick to it. I respect him. I, uh, Say what I, you I want, Ed Rooney. Someone, I respect I, him. I felt like someone was going to challenge me on Ed Rooney. I respect like, him. Uh, Gary. All right. Mine... Osama bin Laden in Zero Dark Thirty. Dude, you're a, you're a <laughs> huge prick, huge I asshole. Dude, I hate you. All right, I'm not actually picking <laughs> I that. I was just an honorable mention. I got Hitler. No, no, let's hear it. No, let's hear it. 
Got, that's not my actual pick. I, I just want to say. I that. don't have an argument. Okay, I'm going with J.K. Simmons and Whiplash. <sighs> Huge dick. Huge dick. The only part where he somewhat redeems himself is at the very end. But like he it's didn't go. That, yeah. He he didn't go into that like trying to make it or like trying to like actually help him. He went in there to like fuck him over by telling him like, mm-hmm. "Hey, join my band and we can, we're gonna go perform." And then change the music in front of all those reviewers and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. Huge I had fucking him on my prick. List. I had him on my list. Huge asshole, but maybe my like. That's like good character. One of my all-time favorite characters. No, no, good character. Because huge re- asshole. Because well, like when he like realizes like oh shit like he's doing. And then this. he starts doing the thing. Yeah, and then like when those two are like yeah. It's a, one of that's the greatest cool scenes. Part. Yeah, that's one of the greatest endings. But throughout the ninety-nine percent of the he movie, he chucks a chair at kids. Huge heads. dick. But what's his name? The one guy, the one jazz guy. He talks about like three times where it's like he wouldn't have been as good oh. if his instructor to throw a chair at his head. Yeah. That's how he justifies it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You still a dick. I like the line in there. Asshole. He says, like, the two worst, like, words in the English language language are a good job. Like, oh, that's good a, line. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a good line. Good line. Yeah. But it's a huge jerk line. But, but that, Yeah, that's my 2-2 two, two pick. Yeah, it's a good one. Good. what do you got? All right, next up I got Olivia Soprano from The Sopranos. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, you know, oh, oh, oh. Benny hasn't seen it. Oh, okay. I'll move on to the next maybe, one. Maybe he's picking another that's, one. That's a no. If you've yeah. seen it, you'd understand. All right. My next one, I have the entire cast of Friends. <laughs> wow. That's a good one. You're They're all assholes. Really? But not in like a Seinfeld, like a, like, oh, God. It's not like a Larry David type right. of like being an asshole. Mm-hmm. It's like a, if we like knew those people in real life. I don't think we despise anybody more. Yeah, they're no, like they're, so uh, entitled oh, and yeah. annoying. And it's oh, like yeah. their group, their group only. Yeah, like. yeah and I oh, think yeah. I could have picked almost any sitcom cast, but those friends, those friends, like with their fucking those uh, hand jobs, with their with with their couch yeah. at Central Perk. Like, imagine we're going to Bose and we Shut saw fuckers up. like that. Like, Shut up. We just we're mm, not. Yeah, um, but I mean, we'd see those girls though. That's true. We saw Jennifer Aniston at Bose. I, yeah. I want to. I want to complain. No, no, because Rachel. Rachel's so mean. But she's so bad. Yeah, she is. Monica, though. She All right, my back to back. Rachel or Monica? What do I want to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go with Sean Parker from The Social Network. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Sean Parker from The Social <laughs> Network. Um, there's no one you want to punch more in your life. That's Timberlake, right? That's Timberlake. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean we. Uh, brought it up for the name of this podcast, like the drop the the drop that's, the the. That's a really cool. That's a really cool. <laughs> he thinks he's little line, shit. but like Andrew Garfield being like, "Oh, I feel so tough next to you." Like that's yeah. Also him. an a incredible line. Gets him pretty true. Cool. But there's hardly anybody you checks him. hate more. Hate more just like from the moment. Like remember you meet him and he's like with like that one girl. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What's your name again?" He's like, like "I created." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, like Napster." You ever heard of Napster? Yeah, I created that. But shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, he's Who a are you? huge. His whole character is being an asshole. Yeah, no, that's his whole bit. So that's why I pick him. Okay. I have him. So that's that's your three one. That's my three one. My so so far I have Dolores Umbridge, Sean Parker, and the cast of Friends. Okay. The whole cast of Friends. Just the whole cast. Every single one. Anyone of them. involved in that show? All right, my pick. Is gonna be Michael Keaton in the Founder, huge asshole. Yeah, that's that a good one. Fucks him over. Yeah. Nick Offerman too, my boy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just absolutely screws him over. Doesn't really have that much remorse for it. 
plays an actual guy. The actual founder, he's the real asshole. <laughs> not really Michael Keaton. But that's that's my 3-2 pick. That's a good one. Yeah, he bones him pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm up now? Yep. yep. Two. Oh, I have two. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... Hmm, I'm going to go with Biff from Back to the Future. Rapist. Fuck! That was <laughs> on my list. God damn it. Yeah, I think he's a huge oh. asshole. He tries to rape a girl... He gives people noogies like that <laughs> might be the most. He's, he's not a, even like. <laughs> no, I won't say it's worse. No. <laughs> noogies, noogies are so oh. bad. And then in the second movie, he like, takes over the world or yeah. whatever. He's the OG and, bully. He's yeah, wearing he's those dumb fucking glasses. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh, is anyone in there, McFly? McFly, is anyone in there? Like, shut up, dude. So yeah, he's number three. I think I have him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, it's hard for me to pick this fourth one. I have a long list. I know, me too. We'll, we'll do honorable mentions because there's okay. a lot on these lists. Oh, we have honor- okay. Yeah. Okay. Right, that changes things. So I have Biff at three, and then for my last one on Mount Rushmore, I have Kent Mansley from the Iron Giant. The detect the cot the army guy who comes in oh and he tries to oh. like yeah he tries to like bone everyone the whole time. Yeah. He uh, at the very end he says like launch the missile now and they nuke. He's so he's so in need of being right at the end. He tells the stupid submarine to launch the nuke <laughs> at the own town, and then yeah, yeah where's the Iron giant, Mansley? And then he's like, "Oh, I want to like screw this country." He says, "Screw this country, I want to live." At the very end, <laughs> he's a huge oh, he's a huge asshole in the whole like that's his whole shtick. So that's my number four. What's your total com- completed list? What was it? Oh, am I going over my whole yeah. thing? Yeah. Well, I don't want to. You guys should probably finish. No, just your four that you picked. Oh, okay. So I had one. I had Dr. Man from Interstellar. Okay. Uh, Two, Ed Rooney, in real life, pedophile or whatever. (laughs) Piece of shit. Three, I had Biff. I mean, he's like, you know, the OG bully, like you said. And then four, Kent Mansley from Iron Giant. (sighs) My my four, two, my my last pick, it's tough because, I mean, like I've said, I, I have so many. One person... That probably pissed me off the most when I was the youngest. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the White Witch in Narnia. <laughs> Huge bitch. Kills, Huge bitch. Lazarus or whatever his name is. What's his name? The Lion? Yeah. What's it, his name? I can't remember. It's, it's been so long. really, really forgettable movies, I'm thinking. Yeah. Bad <laughs> movies, dare I say. Not that hard to take. But the White Witch, I just remember as a kid watching it at my grandma's she's and just gross. absolutely fuming. Who's that? At the TV, she, she's a girl in the French Dispatch who's like. Is it Leah Sadu? Yeah, is that her name? Yeah. She's like tall, skinny. Wait, not no, no, no she's Tilda Swinton. Yeah, it's her. That's get the fucking girl Dalton already always like talks about, but yeah, I don't think Tilda Swinton is hot. No, I think no, he just likes her. We were playing the movie game and trying to pick like actors in like every single round. He'd say Tilda Swinton, what but he's weird. So that my that's my four. My four is um, J.K. Simmons and Whiplash, Joffrey, Michael Keaton and the White Witch, also in Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, all right for my fourth one. You guys seen the movie Free Solo? Yeah. yeah. I pick Alex Honnold for my the guy? The biggest asshole of all time. No, dude, he's got like a condition. No, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah the whole like... thing's like his parents like never showed him affection or love, so like Uh-oh. part of Uh-oh. Yeah. No, part of his brain didn't develop. No. Yeah. Oh. So it's like more difficult for him to love. And like the whole no. 
his whole thing's about like you know rock climbing and, and everything so he took his girlfriend rock climbing she improperly like tied one of the the ropes and he fell and broke something and he was so pissed he said he almost broke up with her because and it's like that kind of stuff where i don't know she said she talks about like he's really opening up to me and like finally hugging me and showing me affection that's fine he cannot be an asshole by the end but also i looked it up just his amygdala is a little smaller. Okay. But that's a common thing to happen if you're not mm. an affectionate family. So I stand by it. He's a prick. <laughs> he like like during the movie, his girlfriend's like he's like, Yeah, like I like you know, like his girlfriend's like such a sweetheart. She is yeah, a sweetheart. She's such a sweetheart. I remember the entire time I'm like, I'm rooting for her so much. And then Alex will look her dead in the eye and you're like, dude, that guy does not care if she is alive or dead. I don't think that's true at all. I just think he has a more he's difficult time. Off, yeah expressing it biggest asshole biggest asshole i have people on this list that i feel like (laughs) i'm thinking he's filming and he's an asshole i also have like every character on my list or my mount rushmore is a different type of asshole yeah Yeah, me too so Um, how do we do this so if you want to just rehash your four picks yeah i I did uh dolores umbridge from harry potter uh sean parker from the social network the entire cast of Friends, and then Alex Honnold <laughs> from Free Solo. You were doing really well, and then you put Alex in there. Yeah. Um, oh, my honorable mentions. I got a couple that might... Uh, I said Jimmy yeah. Stewart in Rear Window. I don't... I haven't seen that. Wait, oh, yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm um, thinking he's a dick in that movie. Why? Because of the girl? Like, Grace Kelly's, like, all over in the whole movie. I, like, figure it out, dude. Is that just a jealousy thing? Or? Yeah. <laughs> no, just he's an asshole. He's Grace also though. just, like, mean he's to, like... Safe. He's, like, mean to her and her friend. No, like, I get what friends. you're saying. Like It's not just about how he was not... Well, he's got cabin fever. He's been cooped up. Dude, but he's such a dick about like, it. Everybody's like, oh, you're almost he done. Catches, he's yeah. Just, like, he like, catches oh, a murderer? I mean... No, but, like, when she's, like, trying to love him and, like, be all yeah. smoochy face And, like, his, like, friends... It's fucking Grace Kelly. And he, like... Yeah. Isn't showing any respect. Yeah. It's like f- his friends baby. are like That's care about him so much, and he's just like doesn't care about him. Okay, I have him. Um, I'll fly through these. I have Kate Blanchett in Lord of the Rings, because um, elves elf? don't affair with the metal or don't meddle with the affairs of humans. That's bullshit. Go help him out, save the world. Um, I have J.K. Simmons in Palm Springs, but then he figures it out about two thirds through, which is really nice. But before that. He's just torturing Andy Samberg. Just for a pretty, good Does J.K. Simmons play a good dick? Yeah, he does. J. Jonah Jameson? Yeah, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah. <sighs> My last one is just space and gravity, so you can go to your honor. Okay, I have <laughs> I have a whole bunch, and I'll just kind of fly through them. Scar from The Lion King. Uh-huh. Randall from Monsters, Inc. That's a good one. That is a good one. Larry David, period. <laughs> uh, Bender and Breakfast Club. Oh. Sid, Sid the Kid in Toy Story. Christopher Waltz and Inglorious Bastards, uh, ha- Packer from The Office, <laughs> <laughs> Nurse Ratched from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Daniel Day Lewis and There Will Be Blood, Noah said Biff, Ramsey Snow in Game of Thrones, Newman from Seinfeld, Squidward, and Benson from a uh, regular show. Wow, you a lot. I yeah, a whole bunch. Uh, I had my four, and then I had the warden from Shawshank Redemption. Oh. Yeah, I had. I feel like they that should have made somebody's list. Maybe yeah. one of mine. He was number. He's number five on here. That's I almost right. put the head sister. Who's oh the... of the sisters? Oh, <laughs> uh, kind of an asshole move to like. Uh, yeah, but then he in the shower. I don't he, know. He gets. He gets. He gets, he gets worse what, than what's coming to him. What happens to him? 
They beat the shit out of him. He's paralyzed. He's yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's awesome. Eat, yeah, it's awesome. Come up and... Uh, so I have the warden, and then I have how do you say this? Joaquin Phoenix's character in Gladiator. Okay. Maximus. No, that's. Like I think a... he's Commodus. Is why. Oh, he's okay. Commodus. If that's how you say it, I have him. I have Tom Hardy in the Revenant. Okay, <laughs> I like that one. Maybe like even the pick. bear in the Revenant. Uh, <laughs> I had Daniel from There Will Be Blood. Uh, Mr. Potter in from It's oh. a Wonderful Life. Yeah. That, that's a yeah, good one. Huge asshole. Like uh, Lord one. Farquaad from Shrek. Okay. Some of you may die, but it's a sacrifice <laughs> I'm willing to take. Ransom from Knives Out. That's, oh, that's Chris Evans. One. That's a good one. Dimitri from Grand Budapest. He throws the cat out the window. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, Leo Beebe from Ford vs. Ferrari, the guy who's trying to like, get Christian Bale like, fucked the whole time. Yeah. And then the last one's Harry Styles and Dunkirk. Did- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Did you have something to say about the Ford versus oh, no. Ferrari? Not on this podcast. Okay. Not on this podcast. Not, not, not for today. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you guys coming on, and it's been a lot of fun. So is there anything? Final thoughts? Just thanks for having me. Yeah. All pleasure right. to be here. See you guys next time. <laughs>